Welcome to the Dose of Caesar podcast, the podcast where we run weekly life experiments, we question our assumptions, explore new ways of thinking. I'm your host and fellow experimenter, Caesar. Let's get right into the fake ad. This podcast is not brought to you by Degree Men Extreme Blast Antiperspirant Deodorant. I uh, I didn't think I was going to get it right. Anti-anti? Anti-antiperspirant. Anyway, finally, a deodorant that can handle anything you can throw at it. Degree Men Extreme Blast offers 48-hour original protection with a scent that combines energizing fresh mint with notes of apple and melon. Whether you're having a long day at the office, playing sports outdoors, or working out in the gym, Degree has got you covered with a deodorant that works as hard as you do. Degree, it's never let me down, and it won't let you down. Once again, this podcast is not brought to you by Degree Men Extreme Blast Antiperspirant Deodorant. Moving on to the experiment of two weeks ago. We're still uh, recapping. It was actually about three and a half weeks ago. Here's what happened. I needed a job. I needed some money. So I went on LinkedIn and I used their quick apply uh, feature where you apply in one button. And I applied to over 200 jobs. Just bump, quick apply, quick apply, quick apply, quick apply. I applied to a plastic surgeon job. I applied to a civil engineering job. So the experiment was what happens when I apply to every fucking job in the, in the world, in Austin, of course. And what happens was is that you get a few interviews with a few sketchy companies. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened to me. I got a few interviews with some sketchy companies. Sales, usually. It was sales. Um, so I said, what the fuck? Let's, uh, what the hell? Let's, uh, let's fucking do the, the interview. So we did the interview. Uh, went well, got a good vibe from the, the main guy who interviewed me and I was like, eh, I'll check it out. Went to the second interview, killed that. I don't know if the bar, I don't think the bar was very high. I think all you needed to do was have a pulse and I have that, <laughs> but this job intrigued me. I was like, okay, I could get, I could learn a skill. What skill can I learn here? Face to face talking face-to-face uh, negotiation, maybe, or maybe just learning how to talk to people better. The job, what's the job? Well, the job was talking to people in front of, um, at a Costco and Sam selling direct TV. Not ideal, not what I want to be doing, right? But I'm going to be honest with you, I came in with a lot of excitement. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I can get really good at this. So, got a third interview, got the job, boom, let's fucking do it. Um, and this all happened through the experiment of it was a applying to as many jobs as I could with the with that quick apply button. Now, was it a quality job? In hindsight, no. But I got a job, so I guess in some respect, the um, that experiment was successful. I got a job. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> so, what were the results? The results was that I got a job. All right, kept I said that like twenty times. Um. But it, it was with a weird company. Their practices were a little, eh, to me, uh, unethical, borderline unethical. I remember one time they played us a um, a video for like motivation, and it was like uh, Jordan Belfort, and that's fine. But I'm just thinking in my head: Is this really who you want us to model after? A guy who uh, who went to jail, like who? who Kind of fucked a lot of people over. Went in jail. I mean, sure, whatever. 
anyway, and they kept saying shit like, um, this isn't a sales job. Uh, this is a leadership position. We want you to, we want you to be a leader and eventually you'll be an owner and have your own branch. And I was like, huh, that's, that's interesting. I mean, I, to be honest, I really don't want to own one of these things because it looks like the main guy doesn't have a lot of his time. But anyway, I kept going with it. And then I get my first paycheck. It was trash. And so that's when I started doing a little bit of research on the company. <laughs> and then I figured out it was an MLM scheme, multi, multi-level marketing scheme. And I was like, well, fuck. I felt stupid. I felt like, wow, I got dragged into this. But you know what? There was actually people, some people making decent money. And when I mean decent, they were, it was pretty fucking good money. But but my motivation to sell just kind of just stopped right there. I don't know why. I, I was thinking I was getting screwed over. I could have, um, if I would have put more effort in it, maybe we could have kept selling and maybe we could have made commission. But I decided to go the other route and I, I basically stopped selling. <laughs> and three weeks later, I quit. I quit. I resigned from my position because I had had enough of the of the unprofessional environment, just standing there for seven hours, and the uh, some of the unethical practices that I don't I didn't want to partake in, and um, more importantly, I I just uh, I I got a sense that they weren't being very sincere. I was like, all right, you're bullshitting a lot of people here. They wouldn't tell, they wouldn't tell employees certain things like you have to clock in at certain hours, and 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 then they didn't pay me a few hours. So, was this experiment a success? Yeah, in some sense. I mean, I got the job, but <laughs> it was a sketchy job. I learned a lot through the job. I'll tell you a few. Int- one of the my favorite things about this job was getting to talk to people. You fucking meet some fascinating people if you just talk to them, especially cops. Cops are interesting. Um, there was this one guy who offered me a smoker because I told him how I I, uh, I wanted uh, wanted to I want to be like a I'm thinking of getting into the, the the culinary world, and so he said, "Hey man, come on down. I got a smoker. Come over come over to my place. Check it out. See what you see what you think." So I did go to his place. I checked it out. It was he actually had a smoker. It was dope, but he already had a chef involved. And um, so nothing ever happened with that. But there was a guy who was offering me a smoker after just one conversation. So uh, this job made me made me realize how talk to people, man. Fucking talk to people. Whether it's face-to-face, emailing people, reaching out to people. That is the way to get shit done much faster. It's one of the most efficient ways to do it. Because over the course of one conversation, I, I could have... I, I had a smoker to offer to me. Uh, with one email, I had fucking, um, I had a meeting with a, with a popular chef in Austin. It's about, I think, there's something about reaching out to people, man. There's a power here in building this network. And so, yeah, he learned a lot of lessons, a lot of good lessons. Got to, got to meet a lot of cool people in this job. But moving forward... We are gonna, if we get another part-time job, I mean, we're, we're gonna do the same thing. One of the things that I liked about this job is that it was actually, I was learning a skill that I wanted to learn and that was talking to people. Moving forward, let's, if I apply for another job, it's gonna be around a skill that I wanna learn again. 
and maybe maybe not to do the cast the uh, not do the not use the strategy of casting the wide net and just sending out hundreds of uh, applications but instead focus on a few on a few that i really like a few companies and really focus some good energy on them write a nice letter maybe try to reach out to like the execs some higher ups try to build a connection that's what i'm going to do moving forward Anyway, the book. What book was I reading that week? That book I was reading, Finite and Infinite Games. A Vision of Play, A Vision of Life as Play and Possibility by James P. Cars. Fascinating book. Fascinating book. It teaches you, uh, it's basically a philosophy book, kind of like a way of thinking about life. And you can think of life, everything you can do in life, in two ways. One, as an infinite game or a finite game. An infinite game never ends. A finite game does. So perfect example of a finite game is any like um, competitive sport. Um, it's got a winner and it's got a loser. But this book, it talks about how you don't have to think about it that way. It's all about how you think about it. Whether you lose or win, whether, whatever the outcome is, that isn't the outcome. Because if, if, you if you're thinking of life in infinite terms, you never reach an outcome. You simply, the quote-unquote outcomes are simply new variables of the infinite game. And I started to see how this is kind of, this is a liberating way of thinking about, um, thinking about everything you do in life. Because it avoids you, the negative energy of getting down. However, you still get that I mean, you get that sense of still wanting to improve, right? It's it's a never-ending game. It's just all right. You lost. You lost, or or you didn't, you didn't score. You didn't get the money that you wanted. But whatever, the game's not over. It's a new variable. What do we do now? It's kind of like the what Jocko says. All right, let's. We lost. Good, good. Let's regroup. Let's reload. We attack again. We get to learn more. Um, and that's how, that's the way I was thinking about it. The other cool thing about this book is is um, how it, it explains how when you start to think of life as an infinite game, you um, you want to instead of looking at people as your competitors, you begin to look at them as just players that make the game funner. So in an infinite game, the it's funner when you bring more people into it. It's funner when you more people succeed with you. It's funner when more people get what they want. Um, versus in a finite game, you look at everything as competitive and you want to eliminate people and you want to you want to be at the top alone. So that was another cool thing about what this book um, was teaching. It's a short book, really recommended. It's 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 got that format that I really like, where it's each. Um, "Quote unquote" chapter is about a page, maybe a few pages long, maybe a couple pages at most. I love that format; it makes it really easy to read. And let's move on to the random topics. So that week, well, that weekend, the weeks that I was working at this job, I was finding out how some people just don't know what to do with themselves when you say hi. You just say hi to a random person that's younger. Sometimes they just don't know how to respond. They just look at you like, what did you just say to me? 
a lot of the times you just get a hand in the face because people just don't want you to talk to them because they know you're trying to sell to them. But regardless, if you can, if you can actually spark a conversation with someone, you figure out people are fucking living all sorts of lives. I mean, I met a fucking rattlesnake, rattlesnake wrangler. Same guy who offered me the smoker. He, he was a fucking rattlesnake wrangler. There's all these jobs that people have that um, aren't in, you know, they, they, they don't immediately come to mind. Like immediately what comes to mind to me, doctor, lawyer, businessman, like just, just gener generic jobs, right? But then you got a rattlesnake wrangler. What a fucking gig, you know? <laughs> this guy loves it. This guy was telling me how he loves it. And not a lot of people do it. Dangerous as fuck. I'm sure this guy gets some sort of adrenaline rush. I wouldn't want to be doing it, but whoa. Fucking cool. The parting quote. Let's move to the parting quote for this episode. And it was a quote that I was telling myself as I was getting rejected. And this was, there was, this was the way I was able to get sales when I was doing the job. Um, because I knew that it was um, a reps game, a repetition game. Like the more reps you get in, something's got to land. Somebody's got to be show some sort of interest. And I would tell myself, I would write this quote. I wrote it a couple times. And um, I would say it to myself sometimes on my way to work. It's by Samuel Beckett. And it goes, ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again, fail again fail better and with that a few things are going to be in the show notes go to doseofcaesar.com if you want to read the blog you want to look at all the extra tools that i've got you want to sign up for the caesar encyclopedia which is a um, newsletter that that i send out every friday where i write the I, I share the the five most interesting things i found yes i mean i took heavy inspiration from mr tim ferris for this for a lot of things that you haven't realized yet realized it yet but yeah thank you